Mine's good. Come on, Brent. Life's good. Got real close. Got hair high, right? Try and hit two thirds. Have they saved it for her? Yes, they have. Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham. Scott alongside, as always. Hello, Scott. Sean, we're in a good mood today, aren't we? We really are. I'm kind of fired up. Yeah, it's such a fun day of curling, and we had to jump on and talk about it as it happens, because the European Championships are over, and everybody wants to know how our beer bet worked out. Isn't that right? Absolutely, yeah. The championship has ended. It's been a couple hours. I can say with some good authority that the after party still raging in (laughs) Scotland, and uh, Scott, let's start with... I think that the reason we're actually doing this right now and not waiting until later, the men's B-side results. Uh, This is what we're fired up about. This is what we're very excited about. We had Ryan on for the preview for the bad beer bet because Jonathan was playing in it. We said the results of the bet would be moot and void if England moved up. Not only, Scott, did they move up, they won the B-side. That's right. What a huge accomplishment for Jonathan and the boys. Yeah, like uh, neither of us picked them. (laughs) (laughs) Neither did Ryan. Yeah, maybe it was uh, bulletin board material there, but uh, no, they did really, really well this week uh, coming through first in their pool and then again uh, sweeping through the semis and the finals to win. Uh, Sean, we thought that Denmark would be the team that easily yeah. swept uh, swept this event, but no, it was England. We were right that someone would. Yeah. England comes up. They're plus 37 on the week over nine games. You're beating your opponents by an average of four points a game. That's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I, I would say so. If you could pull that off, like they're just, it's just so cool to see what they were able to pull off. The game they lost was to Austria. Uh, That's the only game they lost. It was in session 16. At that point, they had either already clinched the spot in the playoffs or other things in that sheet. I just looked after session 16, and they had qualified for the playoffs. So uh, really cool. The way it broke in the last draw for them meant that they got that first-place spot in the pool. There was a chance going into that draw with a bunch of tiebreakers and things kind of up in the air that things could have gone bad for them in in terms of potentially what the crossover could have been but they pull it out six and one first place and this is just cool scott i now it, i don't want to jinx anything but i have gone so far down thinking like all right so next year they get into the a's then they can get into the world championship and then, Scott, what happens, and I so want this to happen, England against Scotland because they both have enough points for Olympic qualification as members, and then they have to play each other for Team GB. Like, I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I've gone down this rabbit hole in my head. <laughs> but, man, this is it's just so cool to uh, have Jonathan and the guys be in this spot. Uh, you know, Ryan, I know, was – 
going into it was like he talked about how proud he was of Jonathan of uh, doing this. I, I think it's just such a cool story. And yeah, sure. It's another case of Canadians getting a foreign curling body to a, another level. But who cares? This is just such a cool story. And I'm so excited for Jonathan, the guys. Yeah, for sure. And having, you know, having them put together their schedule the way they did, because they knew this was a, an opportunity this year, uh, planning to peak at the right time, going and playing spiels in Denmark, Latvia, uh, sort of all over the place to be able to come in and peak and then to have it work is just kind of yeah. like extra extra pretty pretty cool so yeah man we're we're stoked uh yep. you know sean my my whatsapp wasn't alerting me this week okay and i was kind of like okay jonathan you must be like you know taking it easy i wasn't getting alerts from anyone on whatsapp and then I logged in and was like, holy crap, there's 20 something messages here <laughs> from our, uh, our chat group. Uh, yeah, it's really, really cool. So uh, I'm stoked about that. Even if it means that we have to drink a bad beer. Yeah, I, I'm happy to, you know, give me that a few years ago. We drank the boxer ice watermelon, which is by far the worst thing I've ever tasted. I'll, I'll gladly do that again because of how excited uh, this is. And yeah, I, I think with the group chat, it was weird, right? Like during the week when I looked up and all right, they're winning, they're winning. I didn't want to put anything in the chat. I don't yeah. want to be like, Hey, great job. You guys are doing great. Uh, we, we did look in the last draw on the other pool in pool a, cause there was a bunch of potential permutations of who would win, who would do what. So we, there was a bit of back and forth in that. And even that I was like, all right, I don't want to put too much in, but when they won the semifinal, uh, and I was tracking yeah. that on Friday while I was at work. As soon as it went from in progress to official, yeah. I was like, all right, like, let's do it. And uh, like gifts started going in and like that was really exciting. And then uh, yeah. again, to see the result today uh, was pretty, pretty cool. Definitely, definitely. So uh, other things apparently happened uh, <laughs> there <laughs> in Scotland during the european championship let's wrap up the b side uh with the men it was obviously england winning the event uh, they had to beat somebody to get into the gold medal position and scott that team was austria they beat austria in the final austria also going to be going up next year so congratulations to them it's portugal and Liechtenstein that are going to be heading back to the sea in the spring to try and get back to the B for next year. The big surprise, Scott, we went into the week and we talked about this on the preview that we figured, all right, Denmark is just going to stroll right yeah. through and get their spot. They didn't even make the playoffs. Scott did, uh, did Denmark. So a, a bit of a shocker there for them. And that's probably the, I mean, I guess England too, but those would be the two. Uh, or the biggest surprise of the week, I think, across A and B is the Danish men not making the playoffs, I think. For sure. And and we looked at, uh, you know, in our preview, the Group A sort of was a bit top-heavy, whereas Group B was a little more wide open. And and so, yeah, Denmark, they finished 5-2, and two, but their only losses come to teams that are ahead of them in yeah. the tiebreak scenario. So, like, there was four teams at five and two. Yeah. And 
yeah, they're just the ones that miss out based on the the one wins and losses uh, against each other as the you know as the permutations go, which is is yeah, that's a, like a real tough way to go, yeah. uh, especially when your team has been to the like a team that's been to the Olympics before. Yeah, I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs, but uh, yeah, just sort of the the combinations not working out for them this week. No, so we'll see what happens with uh, Team Kraus and and those guys and and what it'll mean for them moving forward the rest of the season and next season. But yeah, a bit of a stunner there on the men's side. On the women's B side, congratulations to Hungary and Lithuania getting through. Hungary winning the final. Lithuania pulls through for the silver medal and therefore both are going up to the A side next year two kind of cool stories here scott one in that ryan picked lithuania to go up and apparently no dedicated ice in lithuania now they have a team in the euro a's and then you have a connection to hungary so a couple really cool uh connection stories here on the personal side for us from the women's b yeah i should uh get my Majoro Sag uh, soccer jersey <laughs> on and go running around, whoop it up a bit. Um, yeah, good job for Hungary. It was one of those teams that we were sort of thinking about maybe could go up. Yeah. The the bigger thing here is that we we all thought Latvia would be the team yeah. that would for sure go up, and they lost in the semifinals to Hungary, yep. uh, who then went on to win the gold medal. So, uh, but the the Latvian team were the number two seed going in, I believe. So just one of those unfortunate breaks that you get in the semifinal final uh, playoffs playoff uh, structure. Yeah. Kind of curious that on the women's B side, Poland and Latvia finish one, two respectively, they both lose the semifinal games. So that last rock advantage in the first end of those semifinals didn't prove effective in those games. And then Poland beats Latvia for the bronze medal on the B side. So again, congratulations to Hungary, Lithuania for moving up next year to the A side. Let's go to that. The women's A champion. This one did kind of pull through as I think a lot of people would have expected with the Swiss winning and Sylvana Tiranzoni and her side coming through 6-5 over Italy in the final. From all accounts, this was a spectacular game. And Elena Pats makes an in-off on her last to win the European Championship. First one for Silvana Tiranzoni. All of the world championships they have. And now, Scott, they have another trophy to put on their, you know, shelves. You know, shelves. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Really glad that uh, this one came through as expected. But maybe a little unexpected was that they were playing Italy in that final match, Sean. Yeah, a little surprising that the Italians get through to that point. Uh, But, you know, we did say when we were on with Ryan in the preview that it was kind of Switzerland and everybody else. And to a certain extent, there were a couple teams towards the bottom that you might have expected to be there. But the middle of this field was, you know, basically two through seven or eight kind of put them in a bag and see who has the best week. And uh, it's a good sign for Stefani Constantini and Italian curling that uh, this is a great result to post. And, but yeah, maybe a, a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, I, I thought so anyway. And then, you know, Sweden, we're so used to seeing uh, Anna Hasselberg there. 
this year was Isabella Rana who who came and qualified her team for the playoffs uh, in a third place showing, uh, and then lost two like inexplainably blow like inexplainable yeah. blowouts to me yeah. uh, in the semifinal going down eleven to two and ten to three in that bronze medal game against Norway. Uh, which is one of the teams we picked uh, to make the playoffs or to yes. make the podium. Yeah, I think that's a great result for Kristen Skazlian. But yeah, as you say, 21 points given up in those two games by Isabella Rana to finish in fourth place. Uh, but yeah, I think a really great result for Kristen Skazlian and her team. I said in the preview that uh, I picked them a bunch and never really come through on the picks. But here we go. They got a point for us in that. So uh, congratulations. To them on that bronze medal. Going down, it's Czechia and Kubiskova and Germany. They are going down to the Bs for next year. They actually tied with uh, Turkey, all finishing two and seven, but Turkey beat the both of them. And that is your tie break. So Czechia and Germany will be on the B side next year. Uh, all of us had Germany going down, but uh, Czechia, that one's a surprise, I think. A, a little bit. I think we what we said in the preview stands that that like any result would not surprise us given the volatility of that squad uh, and Kubiskova. So to see them go down, you know, maybe a mild surprise, but you know, I could have seen them making the playoffs. I could have seen them going down and anywhere in between. And then finally, over on the men's side, it is back-to-back, belly-to-belly for Bruce Mowat and Scotland. They beat Nicholas Adeen 6-5 in the final earlier today. So they have won the past two Euros, the defending world champions. So they are coming in hot for the next world championship on a nice run here, these international competitions. Over on the B side, it was the Swiss beating the Italians. So the four playoff teams, as expected, kind of take up the spots. There was a tie break, Sweden and Norway, both finishing six and three, excuse me, three teams, uh, Switzerland, Sweden, Norway, all finishing six and three. It came down to draw shot challenge because they all beat each other, Scott. And uh, wasn't really all that close. Switzerland was at 16 and a half centimeters, Sweden 18 and a half, and Norway 42.3. So it, obviously the, the draw shot challenge really matters. And in that case, it was those two teams coming through and uh, not really being all that close when it came down to it. Yeah. And I mean, no surprises, like you said. Uh, Italy, that uh, Italian train looking really strong all week, uh, only to get derailed in the semifinal. But uh, like on the women's side, Italy's got to be liking what they're seeing from their squads uh, coming into the Olympics in two years. Yeah, we we said it uh, in the preview too that you know Italy, we picked them to win. Just a, an, an object in motion stays in motion. They go undefeated. Through the round robin, yeah, they lose the semifinal in the, the bronze medal game, but that really kind of is a testament as to where Italian curling is with Stefania Constantini making it to the final and Joel Ray Turnaz going undefeated through the round robin. On the other end of things, Turkey and Finland are going down. Both of them finished one and eight. Uh, Turkey won the game between those two teams. Finland beat Chechia 
in the game for their only win. Chechia goes two and seven. So it is those two who will be going down next year. Not really much of a surprise with Finland. We all picked that. Uh, maybe a bit of a surprise on the other side, although Ryan did have Turkey going down. So uh, we'll see them in the B side next year. But Scott, you know what this means. Wooter mania coming back to Canada. Woohoo. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, where's the men's this year? Oh, uh, maybe it is overseas. I actually don't remember. Oh yeah. It is overseas. Cause it was in Ottawa last year. That's right. Wooter mania is coming back to the worlds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no exciting. Uh, always fun to watch them play like, uh, but you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what they're able to do at the worlds. I'm not expecting a whole lot, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Those are the results from the European curling championship, Scott. It was uh, pretty cool to see, as we said, coming off the top with the Englishmen, and it was seemed like yeah. a fun week. I, I don't like recast. Uh, it's not my favorite, but it is what it is and a uh, fun week there in Scotland. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. It would be nice if it was a bit easier to to use and there was apps for it and stuff. But, uh, you know, it, it gets the job done most of the time. Exactly. Now, just before we go, we are recording this before the club curling championships end for Canada. They're actually about to tip off in 10 minutes or so. So just to mention, I want to acknowledge that Ontario and New Brunswick are playing the gold medal match on the women's side. Nova Scotia and British Columbia are in the bronze medal game. And over on the men's side, it's Alberta against Saskatchewan in the gold medal match, Quebec event against Nova Scotia in the bronze. And the congratulations to all the folks out there at the club championship. That's always a really fun event. And when it used to be on YouTube and it was more accessible, I'd watch more of it. But really cool uh, event that Curling Canada has put in place. We, we get on them a little bit, Curling Canada, but that's a good one that they've put together, a good program and and a good event for all those folks so congratulations to all those teams in the gold and bronze medal matches and good luck in those games and because you're going to be hearing this after them congratulations to the winners and to those who did not win the game we're proud of you anyway (laughs) well said sean well said anything else scott that you want to talk to this is just a quick hitter because we were all jacked up and excited about jonathan yeah, no, I don't think so, Sean. I'm uh, excited for Jonathan and the boys, and I'll celebrate with a beer for them right now. Yes, uh, we'll raise a toast to them. If you're curious about the final results of the bet with Ryan, it's moot and void, as I said off the top. Uh, Ryan had eight points. We had seven. Doesn't matter. We all have to drink bad beer because Jonathan and the guys are going to the A side. So that'll do it for us. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you have not yet, please do subscribe wherever you get your shows, likes, comments, ratings, all that good stuff. Helps other people find us. Head on over to GameStonesPod.com. Past episodes are there. Link to the merch is available. Socials at Game of Stones Pod or Game of Stones Podcast on Facebook. You want to reach out, let us know what you want to hear. Game of Stones Podcast at Gmail. Dot com. Thanks again for listening, Scott. This is Saturday afternoon. You said you're going to have a drink. What is on tap for you the rest of the weekend? 
well, I got a paper salesman in the fridge. Or do you mean like stuff actually happening? Uh, yeah, is anything going on? <laughs> like, no, no, g- no g- Give no, the people an insight into think... an exciting weekend and in Scott's world. Oh, you know what, Sean? It is it is pretty exciting. Uh, tonight, I'm going to watch the new the new Poirot movie. Oh, okay. It's uh something in Venice, Death in Venice or something. They're wow. pretty those are pretty fun movies and mysteries. Death on the Nile and the other one. You know, right. fun stuff. Except for the guy who dies. Well, he's probably a bad guy, so. Uh, okay. And right. Sean, the uh the Christmas tree is going up today as well. Okay, there you go. Uh American Thanksgiving, a belated happy Thanksgiving to all of our American friends which I guess makes it acceptable to put up the tree, even though it's not December. Yeah. And, you know, since we're going to be away at the beginning of December, right? maybe, who knows, maybe I'll be here just so nobody gets any ideas of breaking into my house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we put it up now and we can enjoy it a little bit longer. Very nice. Well, uh, enjoy, Scott. Everyone out there, enjoy the rest of your weekends. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back with you again soon. But until then... Keep those brooms on the ice. Don't dump that intern. Go Team England.